Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Young Hefe, homes. Ah. So scary, won't let them bury me. That's why I keep my 30. I shoot like carry. And boy, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. Uh-huh. Alright, welcome back to Don V Fridays. After another Hokie loss, uh, where our Virginia Tech Hokies are no longer bowl eligible. They will not be going to a bowl game. This is like, remember in 2020, we got the vote, and I guess yeah. we, quote, chose not to go to a bowl game. Now, the 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 uh, the, the the universe is choosing for us. We're not good enough. We will not be going bowling, drifting the beard. Uh, How you living, Chief? Good, man. I think this is the first time since, like, 1992 that we've been ineligible for bowls uh, before like during the season 1992 something like that something crazy i saw on twitter a couple days ago but 30 um, years yeah it's been a long time uh but i've been doing good man just chilling uh watching virginia tech sucks but everything else is just you know just working out hanging out so excited yeah, man, for boys excited for basketball mm. season though virginia tech basketball, good basketball season bro. listen them boys play delaware state hey I'm ready. To, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to believe in something. <laughs> we need something, to, man. We need something. I'm ready to believe in something. I ain't even hold. Shout out to the men's basketball team. Shout outs, man. man. I'm a Hornets fan. I'm a Hokies fan. Like life is rough. I mean, I got the 49ers. They okay, but like life is rough. Life is clearly rough. Let's show love to our patrons. Got to show love to the patrons. They're the ones that keep the lights on. They're the ones that they're the ones that keep the wheels turning around here, man. They they keep the machine going. We love all our patrons: Frank P, Joe Rogers, Jake, Nathan, Angie, Brenda Hill, all legends. Susan, I got Susan. I got Matthew. Shout out Elaine, Miss Jerry, aka Cougar Trainee. Camp Cobb, all legends. Amir, shout outs to you. Dan, shout outs to Dan, shout outs to Beth, both legends. Shout out to Lonnie, our friend Lonnie. Shout outs to Adam, legend. Shout outs to Brian and No. Shout outs to Nola, bro. Shout outs to Nola. I be forget to put respect on Nola's name. Shout out to Mitch, legend. Um, Mitch, Mitch, uh, Mitch is alive. Mitch, Mitch <laughs> gave me <laughs> Mitch gave me an indication that he is alive. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Mitch is out there. Uh, a shout out to Avery, shout out to Tom, shout out to Andrew, both legends. Shout out to Treadmill Horse, shout out to Corey, shout out to Diddler, legend. Shout out to Luke, shout out to Ty, shout out to Greg, Brandon, and Alex, all legends. Shout out to Daniel, shout out to Nathan. Shout out to Two Quickski. Shout out to Josh. 
Paul, Ben, Nick, all legends. Shout out to Marquise. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to Valerie, legend, and the queen. Shout out to Jack. Shout out to Mary and Drew, all my friends. Shout out to Kobe and shout out to John. Give it up for your Don V Fridays patrons, the ones that keep keep the lights on, the ones that uh, believe in us for nobody else believed in us. Um, because we the little podcast that could around here, like, oh, like, like, you know how everybody else got like the Jeremy plug. Shout out to Jeremy, bro. This ain't no hate, but you know everybody got like the Jeremy situation oh, yeah. going on. Hey, I know, do. We- I do have to say, Jeremy did reach out recently, and he was like. Hey, if you guys have anything that I can hang up in the store, let me know, and I'll hang it up. And I was like, "Cool, man," but I got nothing, so <laughs> we ain't got shit. Well, we we'll don't got a motherfucker. I keep saying we'll make something, but eventually we Shout will make something. Jer- make hey, something. Jeremy, cut that check, bro. <laughs> hey, I got something for you. You can hang up that check. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck with us, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremy, bro. Good people, man. Shout out to Jeremy. Um, let's get into the sad part of the show before we get into the worst part of the show, which is the betting. Uh, um, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech lost to Georgia Tech 28 to 27. Virginia Tech blows another double digit lead because this is what we do. Um, we can address the elephant in the room, which is this team doesn't know how to win, or we can start with the positives. And I'm going to say, big play. I'm a big play Holloway. I'm ready to – I'm ready. I was the first to say big play Holloway too, by the way. So when everybody else wrong with that shit, yeah. like they do all my other shits, hey, bro, it is what it is, man. But Tucker Holloway, um, I think he broke a Virginia Tech record for pump return yardage in a game, which is insanity considering we didn't have great pump returners, the likes of the Eddie Rolls. The D'Angelo Hall, the Greg Strowmans, yeah. we've uh, the J. Ron Hosley. We've had great punt returners in our history. And to see Tucker Holloway in that number 11 doing special things, that's the, the eight, man. At, at a young age, too. All of our best players are 18 or 19. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> but I have to say, got to say this, uh, Mitch Shushana, um, DJ Harvey's mom, and she pointed this out after the game in the space that Stu Hope and special teams had changed schematically what they were doing on punt return, uh, as far as the blocking and things like that. That's what uh helped spring Tucker Holloway on some of these situations. They paid coaches to coach. Um, it took his ass nine weeks to figure it out, but he figured it out. But um, shout out, shout out to Mitch Rushana, a great person, and um, for enlightening, enlightening Virginia Tech fans about you know the the changes that were made on special teams. So before we get into you know all the negativity and shit, hey, because we ain't got a problem being negative, but we do like to show you know spotlight on positivity. Tugger Holloway had himself a game. Uh, take a bow, young man. Uh, anything positive you seen, Drew? Um, Killsmith. Another pretty solid performance. Uh, that catch on the sideline was pretty good, where he like they initially called it out and then they re- reversed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked pretty solid. It was good to see Keyshawn King come back. Um, 
at least early in the game. But yeah, Holloway, man, it's good to see these freshmen like actually succeed. And going back to when Holloway signed, um, he kind of caught he kind of caught a lot of slander from the Virginia Tech fans on Twitter. Not gonna lie, like there was a lot of not a lot of people were excited to see him play. So it's good to see him out here uh, making plays. I saw another video today. I'm sure you saw it on Twitter of him in practice making a play. So uh, it's mm-hmm. looking like we got a few young stars. Uh, which is pretty hype going into next year, but that's what we're going to ride, man, because the rest of it is looking pretty bad. Fuente might have left us some talent, brother. Hey, they- <laughs> the, <laughs> you tweeted it. You were the first to tweet it out, like, these the Fuente recruits. <laughs> I was just dead. <laughs> hey, Fuente, hey, listen. Fuente, he missed a lot more than he hit. Let me be clear on that. <laughs> yeah. But he left us some. <laughs> He, he left us something, and, uh, well, I'm sure Holloway and uh, – Holloway was for sure staying, but I think Delane was kind of on the fence, uh, and I think Pryor and, and those guys kind of kind of kept him home, which is good. But, um, yeah, man, Fuente's recruits are out here kind of hooping. <laughs> hey, Fuente, hey, the Fuente, Fuente's 2021s and 2020s, hey, they started the, – some of them. Like I said, he missed more than he hit. But he, he, hey, a couple of these gems are starting to hit, brother. And he goes, Big one, hey, right? Shout out to Fuente, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know you've seen the discussion on the timeline. And I mean, we must forget it to it now because fuck that game. Now, like, we're starting to, like, I don't even want to say rewrite history. I think we just know what Fuente is as a coach. And there is, like, a segment, a lot of people, I don't think they miss Fuente. I think even I'll agree that I think we think Fuente would have a better record with this same team. You agree? Yeah, I agree. And this goes into your perfect analogy, which I really hope you tackle right now. Yeah, I, I made the analogy. And um, I actually said this before the season in a space. Um, and I've been saying it occasionally off and on. It, it's like having a fucked up ass car. And I noticed because my first car, I used to have an 89 Honda Accord. That was my first car. I was like 19. And um, couldn't nobody drive that car but me. And when I mean couldn't nobody drive that car, literally couldn't nobody take off in that car except for me. Uh, Because if you hit the gas too hard, it would shut off. Like you had to tap the brake. You had to tap the gas real easy. Like I, there was so much shit wrong with that car, but it got me to and from, to and fro. I had lots of good times in that car, but uh, couldn't nobody drive that car. And that is the 2022 Virginia Tech Hokies. It is a 1989 Honda Accord. And Fuente knew how to drive that car. It won't go ever take them nowhere serious, but to and from, back and forth to work, back and forth in the neighborhood, it could do that. Uh, that's what Fuente would have did with his team. He would have this team competing for bowl eligibility. Like, the bowl is dead. It's over with. I think Fuente would have eked out more wins. He might have eked out that ODU game. He might have eked out last week's game. He might have eked out that NC State game. But uh, we still would be looking at this like a bad team. We wouldn't be looking at – it wouldn't be nothing to brag about either. And I I would probably still be – I'd be actually probably more depressed even with that record than I am now. Right. Because at least, like – because <laughs> that's that's like the peak, you know. We'd be in what year? Um, was it be year? You were year seven. 
You're seven. It'll be year seven. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it'd be like, okay, right, year seven, and, and this is where we're at as a program. I'd rather hit the bottom with a new staff right now, and then and then have the hope in the back of my mind that like, okay, it can't get any worse. Like, hopefully, we can get better. Um, so. I'm not siding with the people that say, uh, you know, Fuente, you know, maybe he did something good, but um, I do think, you know, like you said, he'd probably be four and four right now, or four and five or whatever the case is. I think most people, I think there was a few people that kind of like tweets was kind of looking crazy. Like, yeah, yo, like, like, yeah, like, like some people <laughs> like, like they missed them, but for the most part, I think everybody can concede like, yo, Fuente, I mean, Fuente is a coach. Like he's an experienced coach. He would have been, like you said, year seven. Corn. Everybody, they they were experienced coaches. I think maybe their game management would have brought some of these home. Uh, and Pry, Marv, Bowen, they're all learning on the job. It's year one for them. I think Bowen called plays at like, no, I was about to say Wofford, somewhere somewhere up north. You know, it was a small school, school. School. yeah, it was super small. Yeah, school. he called plays once, and then he did it for one game for Penn State. So everybody's learning. Marv is learning. Marv ain't even calling plays. I don't even know why I'm even saying his name, but um, they're all learning. And I mean, like I said, we we know uh, Stu Hope. He made some adjustments, and that's up to them the rest of the coaches to make some adjustments. But uh, let's get into the game. Obviously, Virginia Tech was driving to put this game away. Keyshawn King fumbles in the red zone to to, to basically score the, the good night touchdown. So Georgia Tech takes the ball, scores. We, we turn the ball over again. Grant Wills interception. Georgia Tech cashes that in with a freshman Another freshman comeback, Zach yep. Cryon, who looked a hell of a lot more comfortable than our fucking veteran quarterback. <sighs> yeah, another another collapse. Uh, another collapse. Weeks. And, um, you know, last week we talked about how we put that one on the staff. Uh, and this week, again, I think that's two straight games that I would um, I would put more so on this staff's coaching ability than uh, then just the excuse of like we have bad talent. So I I I gotta agree because I mean if Keyshawn King does even if Keyshawn King don't fumble and we end up leaving with just three, we probably still take this bring this game home. Um uh, it just comes down to when shit like that happens and when third and nineteen happens, I think the writing was on the wall. Everybody starts to you know, going to their shell, and that's all she wrote. The third and nineteen shit was crazy because I I might be wrong. I cannot see any situation where you ever rush three people. I have never. I'm uh, anti yeah. three man rush guy. Like they need to ban the three man rush. Um, you yeah. you 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 play it. You playing basically a, a cover two with a three-man rush, and they need 19 yards. Now, me, if I'm Georgia Tech in that situation, I'm probably trying to get half of that to try to set up fourth and somewhat manageable, fourth and long. But shit, if you're going to put two safeties back 
and put Dax in coverage in the middle of the field and send three, I'll take that pitch and catch opportunity and see what I can do after the catch. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. We give it up, um, crossing route. And after that, it was all she wrote. Um, the, the quarterback basically runs it in. And uh, we had to play offense again. So you already know how that goes. Yep. And that's pretty much a ball game. We have a team that is used to losing. They're not familiar with winning, and they, they just don't know how to bring games home. And we have a staff that's inexperienced. Um, what say you? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the staff that's inexperienced. You know, that third and nineteen is a perfect example. Price said he wanted to he wanted to get that call back because he called something on that third down play that he normally wouldn't call. And I'm like, can you just? <laughs> You just said exactly probably why he wouldn't call it um, normally. And I don't know why in that, in that scenario, he thought that was the best play to call. And so, you know, hopefully moving forward with experience next time we get in a situation like that, they have the right play yeah. call, you know, he um, called a play. He called a play like it was fourth and 19. All right. Keep everything in front of you. Make the tackle. Yeah. <laughs> like shit. That's, Third that- and 19. Georgia, like I said, Georgia Tech is probably like shit. Let's try to get it to fourth and ten, and then see what happens. Uh, once he threw the crossing route to Youngin, and Youngin got past Mansoor the lane, he like shit. I got a couple steps. I probably can go get this first. Yeah, sure as shit. That probably was the game right there for real. The Keyshawn King fumble like started it, but then once they converted that, it was like okay, here we go. Right. So that's back-to-back weeks where our defense has collapsed under uh, under pressure late in the game. And I think that's the most frustrating thing. That's why I put it on the staff is because, like, this is supposed to be the defensive staff. They're supposed to have that lockdown. They're playing with leads uh, and losing leads with an offense that struggles. So it's like you got to be extra careful. Um, so it's, it's, it's disappointing. Um, yeah, back. And the fans back showed to, up, back man, to as, back. as always. Fans showed up. It was fans showed up for a noon game. And it was game. raining. Raining at noon. It was rainy. Noon. Uh, Georgia Tech ain't good either. Uh, and, and the fans did their job. Fans keep doing their job. I think the fans get one more opportunity to do their job, and I might be helping them do it. Um <laughs> Yeah, man, it, it, it's the fans. The, if if I could grade the fans, the fans get an A plus all year. Fans oh, yeah. have shown up. We even showed up to the ODU game. We've showed up to every home game. We're gonna show up to the Liberty game. Um, unless they, unless fans got more reasons not to go, and fans will be at the UVA game. So fans, patch sales on the back, man, showing up knowing damn well this team was going to be ass. Uh, the game I went to this year, we lost. The game you went to, we went to, they lost. And the fan representation was on point. So shout out to the fans, man. Let's move on because y'all, y'all saw that game. Oh, yeah. I found a decent stream before we move on. I found a decent stream. It wasn't crack streams. It wasn't streamies. I can't even remember the site. But I did find a nice stream, no bullshit, nothing like that. So shout out to, yeah, shout out to all my pirates that had to pirate another Virginia Tech game because of this 
give me a good TV contract. I should never have to pirate a BT game. That's crazy. 2022. <laughs> but um, week 10 lies. It goes from bad to worse because we actually picked games last week. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's start with the lie of the week. Uh, Boston College uh, covered over on Duke, our opponent this week. Uh, Boston College with the fucking lie with helping me lie. Did you lie too? Yeah, we both we both got it wrong. We both lied. Uh, UNC, <laughs> UNC at UVA. I lied. <laughs> I hit I hit that one. I've been riding UVA heavy on these on these spreads. I've man. been wrong. <laughs> I've been on the wrong side of UVA with the whole or picking, year. The whole all year. year. <laughs> I just can't figure. No, I can't figure UVA out, but I cannot get my my my, my picks right. Um, you know, we got Cuse at we got Cuse at Pitt. Um, both took Cuse. Bad both took Cuse. We both Cuse on a three game losing streak too. Um, Dino, get it together, Chief. You got a husband candidate. Get it together. The lie of the century, the lie of the year. Uh, me taking Clemson. And old and 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 Notre Dame whooped them. Uh, I ain't even gonna hold like that was a nasty lie, and that lie cost me money. Like, I think I had a nice little five game parlay. I was looking at like three bands, and then Notre Dame robbed me of my joy. So shout out to Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, my roommate was at that game, stormed the field afterwards. They stormed. Um, they stole the field. They stole the field. They did. Oh, I guess Clemson was ranked what five, three, right? They couldn't have been. Three. Were they? Were they? Were they five? They might have been five. You might be right. Yeah, um, they had to be like five. That, because... that, that that screwed their their uh, playoff hopes down the drain. I um, feel like Notre Dame should be like above Storm in the field. Like they got good teams historically. Yeah. Like save Storm in the field for like us. Like little, little, little small situations. Like okay, because storming the field means you didn't think he was gonna win. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's part of it, but also like when I went to the Notre Dame game earlier this season, the fans were like kind of checked out. You know, at the start they were like, oh, this so they need, so they so they're like, fuck it, we just gonna rush. Yeah, we need um, something. And he was saying that my friend because they were up the whole game the the security guards were like hey you know we know you guys are gonna rush just uh just don't touch the don't touch the goalposts that's the only thing just don't touch the goalposts no don't do that tennessee shit you're good to rush don't touch the goalposts they had like all the security guards just lined up around the goalpost (laughs) (laughs) they got the brain to replace that shit yeah ready to fight uh they must have saw that tennessee they must have saw that tennessee check like oh they be all pay what oh no 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 but that's the that's that Notre Dame night game, man. It, it can get some teams sometimes, um, and it it caught Clemson. So, yeah, man, yeah, man, Clemson. It cost me monies. It cost me monies. <laughs> JMU. Uh, nobody expected JMU. Listen, JMU just now they just got into the Sun Belt. They they not they not they not there yet. Uh, they're not there yet. Uh, I believe we both told the truth on JMU. I don't think yeah, we had a we, crazy. We both, took, we both took Louisville. Louisville beat the shit out of them. 
We took Louisville. You're not there yet, Jam. You, you might can beat us, but uh, regular teams, no. Florida State beats this the shit out of Yeah, my lie of the week here. Big time. Florida State beat the brakes off them people. Uh, <laughs> does Miami know how to lose regular? Like, <laughs> they look terrible. Tyler Van Dyke looks absolutely ruined. Like, how the fuck? Like, like, you know, how you ever seen a motherfucker just don't know how to lose regular? Like, you, you got to get knocked out, though. <laughs> like, you got to lose in spectacular fashion. Yeah. Like, Mike Tyson, like, will either win the fight or get knocked out. He didn't know how to just lose on points. Like, that's what Miami's doing right now. Yeah, but they're not they, knocking nobody out either, though. They just winning. They like, look still bad. getting knocked out. They look really fucking bad. Um, Man. That vibes down in Miami right now. They got a lot. Yeah, scared. Do, well, they well, and they recruiting. They recruiting couldn't be any better right now. Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> the recruiting class is top recruiting, tier. Recruiting good as a bitch. That's what happened when you got a name and you got a proper NIL situation. You That's don't get damn get. That shit yeah. drives Virginia Tech fans crazy. Yeah, watching, oh, watching yeah. them lose and then they get recruits. So you'll have dudes on the timeline losing their minds. Salty as hell. And last but not least, NC State at Wake. And we both had we both had Wake, right? Yeah, we both lied on this one. Hey man, uh Morris. Hey, maybe NC, maybe the Wolfpack got some. I mean, don't I mean don't get me wrong. NC State had something before this season. They was predicted to do well and at least finish second in the Atlantic. Some had them winning the Atlantic. So we knew they had a team, but to lose uh they starting quarterback and MJ Morris. They might got some. Hey, recruiting matters, bro. You can still recruit. Like everything ain't about the portal. Um, you can still recruit and develop and make some things shake around here. Shout out to NC State, man. They having a good season. Yeah, they are. But, but that was our last. This is like I thought I did bad. Like last year, like week to week pick. Oh hell no. This is probably the I hardest like ACC I'm... year to pick, honestly. Everything's a toss-up. Right. Why we can't be like the SEC where, like, the good teams are good, the bad teams are bad? <laughs> right. And then Bama, like, rarely loses in this year. Like, they barely lost, too. But, yeah, ACC is a right. complete and total toss-up. Big Ten's yeah, probably you... the most scripted shit in the world, other than Wisconsin. Everybody else looks exactly how they're supposed to look. Yeah, ACC be like, shit me. You don't know oh. who you gonna get week to week. Your overall record since I've started tracking twelve and seventeen, minus mm. sixteen and thirteen. So mm. We are still, we are still both super mediocre. It's bad. It's all bad. Week eleven. Is that ain't that crazy? It's already week eleven. The season's almost over. Flying by. <laughs> bad, bad. Bad, it, goes by, it goes by fast when you're losing. <laughs> right. For real. You got Pitt at UVA. Pitt is a uh, four-point favorites. UVA, look, man, every time I cut on the UVA game, Brendan Armstrong is picking his ass up off the turf. He's hurting. He's injured. This one's tough. You... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm always, I... no matter what I do, I'm going to be wrong. So I'm going to let you go first, and I'm going to just be wrong no matter what. <laughs> 
I've been picking UVA a lot recently, but Pitt has looked better in recent weeks. Um, so I'm going to take Pitt here to cover. I'm going to take UVA. Uh, Pitt probably will still win, but I'm going to take UVA. I'm going to take the points. Yeah, four is four is a good is, is a good amount, especially at home. Yeah, that's a, it's just enough so Pitt can win by a field goal or some shit. Mm-hmm. Louis, Louisville at Clemson. Louisville is having a surprising good season considering the injuries. Yep. Shit they done had going on. Clemson is seven point favorites. Um, I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm taking Louisville, man. I'm done with Clemson. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm done. But Clemson, all that shit is over with. What you got? I'm taking Clemson. I think they're going to be pissed off after they lost last week, and they're going to try to beat the shit out of Louisville. So, taking Clemson to cover, big time. I think it's just a blowout. Boston College at number sixteen, NC State. Uh, Boston College did hang, did hang with Duke, uh, but but give me the Wolfpack. What's the points on this one? I don't even have it written down. Um, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, either way, I'm taking NC State here. Give me NC State. They could be. It could be. They could be ninety. Give me NC State. Miami at Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech is favored. One of the unbelievable. Head. This might be Georgia Tech's first game they've been favored all season. That's uh, it's gotta be. It's against Miami of all teams, which is <laughs> crazy. Which you got? Oh my gosh. I hate picking this. I hate picking Miami every single week. I do this every single time. I'm taking Miami. <laughs> I, I'm taking Miami too. Georgia <laughs> Tech is not good. That's that's the thing that that's the thing that's fucking everybody up. Georgia right. Tech beat us, and they not they were they're worse. Terrible. They are worse than us. We gave them the game, and we're bad. We scored 20, 26 on them, and we have a terrible offense. We we scored twenty six. With a pick, we scored 27 with a pick six and a punt return. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I, th- I think Miami bounces back. Crystal Ball's got to be on their ass this week, right? You would think. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I guess we both take a Miami. Um, you in number 15. You in C. Shit. <laughs> Number 15, UNC at Wake. Wake is actually favored three and a half points with UNC on the road. UNC's only loss was to like Notre Dame, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Mm-hmm. So um I'm gonna I'm a, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Tar Heels. Um Tar Heels been doing a damn thing. They're having a great season. Uh what you got? I'm taking the same thing. Um, I'm actually surprised that Wake is favored in this game. Wake's been struggling as of the last two weeks, I think. Um, They lost last week. The week before that, uh, they lost to Louisville, too. So, on a two-game losing streak, and they get favored at home versus UNC. And UNC is pretty hot. So, I'm actually surprised at the spread. Yeah, UNC been doing the damn thing. Josh Downs, man. He Josh? might be a he might be a little like uh, I could see him being like the a, a early second round pick like right where T Higgins yeah. was picked like right right away start of day two top of the second yeah Josh Downs but Josh Downs Josh Downs been balling man Josh Downs definitely been balling so shout out to him 
Number 23, Florida State at Syracuse. Syracuse, I mean, Florida State is seven-point favorite. I'm going to start this one off. Give me, give me, Florida, no, give me Cuse. Give me Cuse. Uh, Florida State on the road after that big after that big win. Cuse is dying to, to look halfway decent again. Give me Cuse, man. Yeah, that it's also they went down all the way south to Miami in the hottest temperature. Now they got to go all the way up to the most northern ACC team. Is it? I think it might be the, either them or Boston College right up there. Uh, but now they got to go up to the dome. So I'm to taking, the dome. I'm taking Cuse. Yeah, it's always tough to go to the dome. Uh, to the dome. Cuse has to figure it out sometime soon, right? I mean, I still think they're a good team. They've just been on the. They've just been struggling as these last couple of weeks, but they've been struggling like a motherfucker. Uh, I'll take seven so points. Though. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Last but not least, <laughs> our Virginia Tech Hokies. On the road at Duke. Duke is nine and a half point favorites. <sighs> Duke is Duke, Duke is the team because they also have a new coach. And all we keep hearing as Hokey fans is okay, Duke didn't have that much talent either. Why are they having such a way better season than us? And it's a fair question. Definitely a fair question. Um, we can Super talk about fair question. We can talk about that we got coaches that's never been coordinators. You know, Duke has way more experienced coaches. Uh, Cutcliffe can can be like can be considered almost like a poor man's Frank Beamer, where he left some he left culture, he left he left something like even though the talent left like don't get me wrong Frank left Fuente NFL players. Uh, Fuente did not leave prior NFL players at all or culture, but Cutcliffe did leave culture. He did leave structure there yes. um, for or who was it, Elko? For yeah, Elko for to Elko. Uh, and like to, Cutcliffe was a pretty good coach. They had some decent teams just towards the end. They oh yeah, water. yeah. Um, yeah, towards the end of it, like sometimes everything has a a shelf life, and eventually you know your message grows stale. All right, bro. Like we hear you, whatever. Um, and and the game was passed. The game was passing Cutcliffe back. It'd be like that all the time. You get an older coach. If if they don't got the bag, man. Like, I think the game passed Mac Brown by, but Mac Brown stays tapped in where the X's and O's and all that other shit. He got people around him right. that can that can that can handle all that that day to day grind shit. Uh, that's how the game ended up passing a lot of old coaches back because they just be like, damn, shit, I got to hit the road again. So, <laughs> anyways, Cutcliffe might not have left talent per se, but he left, he did leave structure, discipline. This, some Duke teams was always well coached. You never seen Duke teams under Cutcliffe doing stupid shit, uh, personal fouls, you know, just. Exactly. Rarely, rarely you seen poorly coached Duke teams. So you get in a new person with some new ideas, and they can have some early success. So that's what's going on with Duke. Virginia Tech is not scary. Virginia Tech is not bowl eligible. 
Um, the best we can hope for is five and seven. The, but, but, but we're not even going to even try to preview the game. The question I want to ask you, and, and that, this is the raging question that's been going on, are you burn them red shirts guy or are you try to send the seniors out with a little something, something to try to win these games? Because before you answer, if your team fuck them red shirts, you're staring two and ten in the face. You play all these young players. But if you play the seniors, you do have an opportunity to win four or five games. I feel like you can still do both, though. Like, I feel like there's some guys like that I want to burn. Um, and how no, because if you if you go fuck them red shirts, we also mean the quarterback position, too. Okay, well, in that case, uh, probably not because I don't really think there's anybody better than, than Wells right now. Um, but I want to see as many young guys play as possible. I'd like to see a mixture of like play Holloway. Let me see a little bit more of Bryce Duke. Um, obviously Delane and the rest of them, but uh, don't just full on tank mode, pull everybody. I don't want to see that. I'd like to see a nice little mixture of both because you want to get those young guys playing so that they can see at least that they're playing well on the field, get some success going. So they stick around and we can develop them. Uh, but you also don't want to just like completely give up uh, turning to the Texans. So. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's the part of because I, I, you know, we host the spaces after the games, or you know, we we we're always on interacting with people on Twitter and everything. And the first thing everybody says is, you know, play the young guys, play the young guys, burn the red shirts, get the older players to fuck up out of here. But what comes with playing young players is young mistakes, and we've been playing a lot of young players over the last couple of weeks and we've been losing games and blowing leagues and not knowing how to win. That kind of comes with it. Now, yep. I'm a person where like, I'm a person where like, I can handle the young mistakes. I'm not a person that's like, like if I see an older player fucking up, I'm like, all right, give me a young player. If I see a young player fucking up, I'm not going to say, Put the older player back in. Like, no, you know, once you go there, like you're there. Yeah. So that's why, like, even even when Delane makes some mistakes, it's it's, it's fine because he's so young, you know, true freshman. Like, he's gonna make mistakes if he's in the game right now. But I don't want to see them replace him with Breon Murray. Like, I want to see Breon Murray come back in the game now. Hey, shout out to Breon Murray, bro. Definitely had to been a rough. Definitely had to been a rough year for for Breon Murray, but um. Yeah, man, I, I, I too have enjoyed the, the mixture of um, young, young players, young, true freshmen, redshirt freshmen, sophomores, and, you know, sprinkled in veterans. Yeah. This is a veteran-laden team, so to see them lose this much is kind of crazy, uh, albeit, I mean, we're playing bad teams and losing, so. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing about, like, if we would have had Fuente, we probably would have never, never seen Delane this year. We probably wouldn't have seen Holloway and the punt returns. Um, you know, we probably wouldn't have seen Daquan Wright. So, that's the nice we thing. Probably still, we probably still have Burmeister. 
Yeah, exactly. The nice thing with the staff is we can at least they'll play. Looks like they will play talent, um, which is good yeah. because in this day and yeah. age of like getting you know higher rated recruits and playing the transfer portal, you have to be turning your roster and depth chart constantly for to whoever's the best player. And um, I think they can do that. And so moving forward, I'd like to see them keep doing that. And um, that's one thing that I always wished the Fuente regime would do because I always felt like there were better players sitting back. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and Brent Pry, he's been also taking responsibility for the losses. He's been saying, listen, this was on me, that's on me. I got to be better here. And I forget which player said this, was quoted saying this. Kelly Lawson, my bad. It was Kelly Lawson. And he he said, something I ain't heard in a while. A coach taking accountability. So um, doing stuff like that in these losing seasons, Brent Fry falling on the sword for the cause, is that's the, that's the shit you do to keep from losing the locker room. Um, Fuente lost his locker room several times. Um, yes, no, and I and I and I, I wasn't even really even communicating with people that played on those teams. I know when a motherfucker lost his locker room. You could just look at Everett. Uh, yeah. Brent, Brent Pratt hasn't lost his locker room. These motherfuckers just either some just sorry, some just don't are inexperienced, and his ass is inexperienced too. Yeah, it's just a, it's bad a combination. combination of those things, mm-hmm. but. I mean, they playing. They ain't out there just laying down like bitches every week. They just losing. Yeah, I can live with losing. Uh, exactly. To a certain extent, it's just year one. Yeah. Now, if so, we see this, if it's, if this is the same thing in year three, then we might have a problem. But. If it's year three, you can get the fuck on. It's yeah. Just, it, if I see a, it, I ain't gonna lie, bro. <clears throat> if we two and seven this point next year, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna want to have some conversations. Yeah, some serious conversations about the, to Mr. Pratt, but um, yeah, it, it's 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 a process. It's a growing process. Twitter, VT Twitter, always wants to beat up the straw man. Like I think people take tweets in real time, and people forget Twitter is a real time app. So if somebody says, "Fuck, what is Brent Pratt doing?" Somebody always after the game want to pop up like, y'all want to get the coach back? Who said all that, bro? Nobody said that. People yeah. just be mad in the moment, and then people double back calmly right. and make it seem like they're superior because they didn't tweet during the game, pretty much. Yeah, No, bro. Act, people just be mad yeah. in the moment. I'm always acting like the sky is falling in the moment. Just fuck around. Yeah. I mean, it's being we fans. be mad in fans. the moment. Now, if, I, it's a, if it's like me here on a Wednesday night recording the podcast, screaming, fuck Brent Pry and fire the whole staff, okay, that's that's a little bit different. But if I'm just a little upset during the game, tweeting out, it's, you know, it's all fun and Yeah, games. you just be a little – you pee during the game, you home, or at the game. Where if you at Lane Stadium, you ain't getting off much tweets. But if you peeved and you just get off a of fuck, what is this coach is doing? Yeah, <laughs> and somebody always want to, somebody always want to quote you and shit, and be like, oh, "You would have fired a coach if yeah. what Fuente would have done." Like, man, we was the one saying "fuck Fuente" before mm-hmm. everybody else was saying it. Right. What are you talking about? 
Like, bruh, like it, 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 the same the same people that's that that's doing that for prize, the same people that were saying you don't know what the fuck you're talking about when it came to Fuente. So mm-hmm. uh whatever, bro. Uh I you know, before we get off, I got hit and hooker. If I the magical carpet rad's finally over, his ass finally lost. Um he still he still made him some good money this year. Um Yeah. I think they still have a chance too. Their season's not over yet in terms of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so. their their playoff dreams aren't completely dead. Um they would need some help because because you know them and George is in the same division. So George will have to lose twice to somebody. I said I know Georgia Tech is one of their games, so that would be non conference. But Tennessee's season ain't dead. Yeah. Even if even if they can't make the playoffs, they can still go to the Sugar Bowl or something. I don't know uh, which NY six bowl games are the playoffs, but they can play somewhere. If somebody's NY six, and if any hooker smart, he can opt out. Uh, y'all seen enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all Same seen so. enough? Let's let's set y'all up for the future of Tennessee football because uh, I ain't fucking up these coins. Like uh, what's my man from Florida that did that shit? Played in the NY Six Bowl, Cal Trask. Cal Trask, yeah, yeah. Cal that was Trask. the same. That was the same game where Tony Pitts, Darius Tony, yeah. Everybody sat out, and he was like the only one. Who everybody sat and out, and he played. His whole stuff. He went out there and died for the cause. Look, bro. As much as it pains me to say this as a college football fan, because I love the sport, not just Virginia Tech. That bullshit is a dub. Like if everybody else ain't playing, don't play. It is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cal Trash was sorry before that game was played. Um, but, I mean, shit, somebody still would have convinced himself to give his ass money. I mean, look at – I mean, case in point, look at Kenny Pickett's ass. Mm-hmm. Shit. Let Kenny Pickett have played against Michigan State. That would have been bad for him. The Steelers would have drafted Malik yeah. Willis. <laughs> Malik Willis would have been the first quarterback taken in the third round. That kid he picking fucked around and played against Michigan State. Yeah. Uh I mean it's sad, but the bowl, I mean bowls are kind of dead. So don't don't fuck with it. Hendon, please don't fuck with it, bro. Yeah. Uh last but not least, uh people getting verified on Twitter, bro. You know much letting them them be letting the blue checks ride, bro. You getting you a blue check? Nope, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. You're uh, not doing it? Are you? I'm not doing it for the blue. I I haven't done it yet. I'm not. I don't. I I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. What I'm saying is the ability to post longer media is tantalizing. I could care less. I'm verified in the streets. I can give a fuck. Like people. Like when I go to Blacksburg or even when I'm here in the seven five seven. Every now and then I'm approached. Are you done? It don't happen a lot, but it does happen. I've been verified in these streets. Yeah. Um. The thing is, though, I'm, that, that I'm, I'm no I, might, I might have to, though, because I saw something today where it's like the way that Twitter is going, you're pretty much going to like have to be verified to uh, just even come up on the timeline because um, they're just going to promote everybody who's verified and they're just going to shut down everybody who's not. Oh, we about to get shadow banned. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where it's going. So um, if that if that happens, then, then I'll fold. I'll be shadow banned shorty out here, bro. That it just be what it's gonna be. But like I said, the ability to post longer media is is 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, tantalizing, I guess. Uh, I, I being able to post longer media. I don't care less about being able to edit tweets, edit my own tweets. If I misspell something, fuck it. You know what I meant. But yeah. the ability to post longer media, that, 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 that's, that could be a little shum shum. Yeah. yeah. For us content creators. Yeah, that could be a little. <laughs> but I could give a fuck about a check mark, honestly. Like, don't nobody want to be me. Like, it's been one fake Don V account in my life. And that wasn't even on Twitter. And he kept asking this girl to show her titties. Like, he had to try to be me to try to get girls. So I took that. I didn't even take that, like, badly. I took that as good. Like, he knew what he was doing. So shout out to whoever did that. Yeah. But that's it for Don V Friday's uh, Drift. Anything you got to say to the people? Uh, man, we appreciate the patrons. We appreciate you guys listening, as always. Um, it's tough times when we're losing, but I'm sure – It'll be fun here too when we're winning. So stick yeah, with man. us. We'll keep shit popping. Stick with us. Even in the off season, we'll we'll move. We'll 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 tackle some college basketball, but uh I, I don't watch every game. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie to you motherfuckers. Uh we'll college we'll we'll cover college basketball maybe not game to game, but maybe week to week and you know get updates i don't yeah. watch women's hoops i don't watch that shit i need a whole job uh we might go more into what's happening in the world you know more interviews um you know things that we'll, I we'll branch out we'll keep it we'll keep and, it uh, we'll, we'll branch out we're gonna keep it interesting for y'all uh definitely definitely more interviews on the horizon um But yeah, man, that's pretty much it, y'all. Until next week, God bless.